0: Rolling. Rolling.
1: Five, four, three, two, one.
2: You're listening to American Slacker Podcast with Matthew Gertz and Jesse Landers.
1: Welcome to American Slack Podcast. As always, I'm Matt and I am Jesse. And today we are joined by producers Amanda
3: B. Goodman and Seth Panman. Welcome to the show. Hey, thanks a lot, guys.
0: Thanks for having us.
1: Pleasure's all ours. We're uh, definitely glad to have you. And we're interested in what we've seen so far of your work.
0: Yeah.
3: Can you fill our audience in on like what you do and uh, your background a little bit? Yeah, Yeah, Seth, do you want to
2: take it? Uh, it Sure, sure. Uh, So uh, I'm a producer filmmaker based in New York City from New York City. I'm an actual Queens girl. Which is oh, not, nice. yeah. Which is not usually. Usually, people say like, "Oh, I'm from I'm from Queens, New York." They're like, "Oh, you moved there? Nope. been there my whole life. Lost the accent, yeah. but I can I can get it when I need to." I was gonna um, say that
1: didn't come through the accent. <laughs> yeah, no,
2: it does. But when I was a kid, I used to say "dog" and "cat," and I had the whole Cindy hover <laughs> thing down. And then I just dog. I just yeah I just lost it. Thank God. My, my thank girlfriend's God. from
3: Flushing originally, so okay. she comes out every so often. Yep. You know. Well, when I'm <laughs> around
2: my family who are still in Queens. uh, and I'm really heated, like I'll start to, I'll start to say things very New York. And I'm like, Oh my God, <laughs> like my dad, he, we, we put him in a lot of our stuff and his accent is just so thick and so new. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like, I can't really get away from that, but, um, but it's good to be able to access it. Um, it's in your DNA. it is in my DNA. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm a, I'm a filmmaker producer. I've kind of worked in kind of all facets of the industry from producing, directing, screenwriting. Um, I've dabbled kind of in acting a little bit. I've, I was on Broad City, you know, all over the place in New York City. Um, but yeah, cool. what I do now with um, our company is kind of, it's kind of my uh, my full-time job. So, very lucky.
0: It's her child. <laughs> what? Yep.
2: Are you, you saying it's our child or I'm the child? Well,
0: it, it depends. Depends on, on the day. It depends <laughs> Depending on the week. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so, uh, yeah, I... I um, I have been in uh, sales for about 15 years, 15, 20 years. Before that I was a professional snowboarder. Um, So kind of coming from a uh, vagabond style lifestyle, living in a van, uh, traveling around, snowboarding, just kind of living my life day to day to uh, try to enjoy myself and focus on my connection with the planet. And then quick transition, got into sales have been in sales for about 15 years and then, uh, have held a production company for about eight eight to 10 of those years. So, um, yeah, just, um, been, uh, just coming off the, uh, super high intensity, um, coaster of night sweats, which was uh, a film that I produced and wrote the treatment for, um, it was took about a weekend to write the treatment, but now we're 10 years into the project. So we just had the premiere. We sold out every night at Regal Essex. Um, we are, um, we had our uh, press line at Tribeca and we've okay. just been uh, rocking and rolling, you know. Um, it's been a really mm-hmm. kind of high intensity uh, roller coaster ride with John Wesley Shipp from The Flash. He was our uh, lead actor and um, yeah, it's just been awesome. Really fun. And so, yeah, Amanda and I have a killer pipeline of stuff that we're doing right now. We're rolling out, which is uh, starting with our new company, Three Way Product which we started together and co-founded, but we uh, are focused on our episodic live action piece, which is, uh, um, it's titled three-way right now, but it's mm-hmm. uh, Sex in the City Meets the X-Files. So it's a. Oh, uh, wow. Interesting. Yeah. That's a yeah.
1: hell of a sell. Okay. It yeah. <laughs> got me immediately. I was like, okay. Yeah,
0: yeah there
2: you go. Good <laughs> job. <You're> like, Interview's <laughs> done. Interview's <laughs> done. We're, we're, we're out. So much could be
1: done with that alone. Like, yeah. I, I, my yeah. mind's going.
0: So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Sex in the City meets The X Files, but let's say with a splash of Breaking Bad and Shark Tank.
2: Mm hmm. But I would huh, think it's a little okay. bit of like supernatural.
0: Not so much supernatural because I don't think we're fighting I aliens. I think the car. The, car. That's the a only, car. I will
2: say the car. Yeah,
0: there's yeah. a car. Okay. Yeah, there's yeah. a car. Like a
1: there's Knight a Rider? Like What are we talking? What kind of car?
0: <laughs> yeah, it doesn't talk or anything. It's just kind of like a, um, a vehicle that's acquired from a nasty uh, belittling boss.
1: Yeah.
0: We'll just leave it at that. Okay. It. okay. Yeah. 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 yeah, it's not. It's a, lot not of, a lot of mystery and
3: intrigue okay. Okay. going yeah. on right now.
2: <laughs> it's not a spaceship, but it might as well be. Pretty much. Hmm. Damn! Yeah,
3: Get, can you give us a uh, like overall? What What is uh, Night Sweat? Since so, since that's the one that just premiered, I, sure. I, I definitely want to hear a little bit about that.
0: Yeah, it's a uh, it's a psychological thriller. It's a biopharma conspiracy thriller, as um you know we've put it in our pitch. It um it deals with a skateboarder who moves to New York from Colorado. To be with his uh, his bestie, who uh, is uh, um, uh, testimonial slash videographer filmmaker, and uh, while he's there, his friend dies mysteriously, and he gets wrapped up into this uh, um, kind of you know roller coaster ride with uh, people that are um, not who they say they are. They're a testimonial company that is um, basically saying they're trying to help people but really what they're doing is is spreading trauma and and um other things into the city. So it's uh yeah it's, uh, it's, it's a good a, way to
2: put it. Yeah. It's like the best of the movie I've heard so far. It's, it's pretty it, legit. No, it's, it's a thrill <laughs> ride, you know. Not it's, to give spoilers, but yeah. it is yeah. It's a yeah, thrill yeah. ride, yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah. But with a message, you know. So there's a there's definitely a message to it. Not like a PSA type of message or something like you know you're going to share with your kids, but so, if there's a message the PSA, there, you know. So I would say. yeah, okay. Okay. I think so. Okay.
2: When you guys when you guys get a chance to see the movie you'll know exactly what
3: he's talking about we'll have to get back to you on it for sure <laughs> yeah uh, is is it going to be available to the public anytime soon or is this uh, still in film the film festival circuit
0: yeah so we skipped the film festival circuit um, okay. In my opinion you know the f- the festival circuits like climbing the corporate ladder um, mm. you know, I I've, I've never
3: we heard that from an indie filmmaker on yeah. our last uh, episode uh, two episodes ago I believe yeah.
0: Yeah. That's where, that's where like sales experience comes in. Cause you can like, you can see the Ponzi scam like really far away. So when mm. I saw, you know, film festivals, I was like, yeah, no, no, mm. thank you. So you want to take my money, but you don't want to give me anything and you might want to <laughs> shake my hand at some point, but there's no, yeah, ending. Yeah. no, thank you. Yeah. So yeah. we were like, you know what, let's, I had partnerships with NCM, which is the parent company at AMC and Regal. So we had an interest, you know, from uh, doing a variety of other projects with them. So, we had an interesting approach to take. And so, it was a matter of, you know, do we want to kind of package this thing as a, uh, you know, as a, a big uh, blockbuster slash um, franchised film and dress it up to look like that and and roll it out to look like that since we have the option to do that? Yes, let's do that. Let's not go the film festival route. Let's actually ride. Totally. Let's control this camel. You know, let's stay on it. <laughs> so, we did. We wrote it. And uh, and it was great. It was really You know for filmmakers and i find that creators through the business a lot of times we just kind of get punched in the stomach by the industry because we feel like we're promised something by what we've read or what we've been baited into and then we kind of leave feeling unfulfilled especially in our craft our craft is not recognized or we just don't feel fulfilled in the process and that's kind of what we want at the end so i feel like this approach is all about the fulfillment of the creators you know to really bring it all the way home and feel that instead of saying, you know what, I'm going to hand this off to somebody and entrust that you're going to take it all the way. No, we're going to take it all the way. So we did it.
3: That's awesome. Yeah. Having that kind of full control. It's, it seems more, it more rare in the past. And these days, it's kind of uh, when people take that more independent route of, yeah. you know, putting their, so the access to of doing, putting it out online these days, I mean, yeah. it makes it so much easier um, on, on that end of creativity, I guess.
0: Yeah, it's um yeah.
3: You you mentioned that this was like a 10 year process for that script. It, is that like when you first started the treatment?
0: Yeah, so um I, the kind of the way the story came about was I got hired one of my first directing jobs in New York City was to direct 1000 10-minute testimonials about people's trauma. And so I got hired with 50 other directors and after 2 weeks fit, uh, 48 of them quit. And the reason was because you needed, you needed sales experience, you needed videography experience to do it. So anyways, it just, it just I ended up staying on, it. it was a really hard project, but um, the testimonials were about people's trauma and this, that, and so forth. So that's where the story came from, was kind of that experience. But um, yeah, the treatment was written over a weekend, but it went on for years and years and years of, of production and post and, and everything. It was just a long process. And, and uh, there was a lot to the artistry of it where um, the director wanted to uh, kind of uh, tailor everything to a sickness that happened. So you had to time that sickness and make it look for um, continuity reasons to be cohesive. It was, it, you know, it's it was, a, it was a hard film to make.
3: Wow. But, I mean, it must feel good having it actually done and out there at that point then.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it was, mm. you know, this was def- definitely like... I compare it to a, a wedding, a honeymoon, a divorce, and hopefully not a funeral in, uh, in, oh, in one week, Damn you know, like or one month. Yeah.
2: <laughs> don't put that out in the universe and don't say <laughs> Why not? <laughs>
1: you
0: know, oh, no, that's good. It's like good for people to see that oh,
2: behind
1: shit. the scenes.
0: <laughs> people that, people that they're like, oh, filmmaking such a beautiful process. It's like, you know what? If you don't end in war <laughs> yeah. or murder, like, you know. yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: In Hollywood, you, go you got a couple of kids, and you got yeah. the custody
0: battle, then you got all this drama, and then a reality yeah. show, and you know who yeah. so
3: that? <laughs> they can always edit it. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. Were there any crazy moments in either like filming or editing where like uh, that come to mind? I guess in, in over the course of doing it,
0: yeah, definitely. And and you can check this clip out online where I, I uh, John Wesley Ship and I did an interview together um, on the press night. But uh, we were talking about this and, and basically I had to move a, we had a hospital room scene or a hospital scene in the, in the movie. So I had to move a hospital room from New Jersey to an alley in Bushwick, Brooklyn in 24 hours. And oh my I God. got on the sales, I got, it was, you know, it, it, there's a whole story that we don't have time for, but I got on the sales call with these guys and they sold me on it. They were like, well, take care of it. It was a moving company. We got you. Don't worry about it. I called back. 10 minutes later just to double check and it was a whole different voice different guy and he was like basically like yo if you get your stuff good luck and so I had to fight this guy through the night to get our stuff to where it needed to go it was yeah it was it was nuts it was nuts so that was just one night of producing on a feature was
2: that an entire (laughs) night
0: I was up all night fighting with this guy different guys like they were like you know what we're gonna snooze over on this rest I was like no you have to keep driving like we you know yeah it was well it was like an hour and a half in Jersey right. but there was some other deal going on because they're a moving company they had it was like uber they didn't get uber, we didn't get uber x we got mm. uber you know XXX. we got we, we had <laughs> everyone sharing the pool so they had drop-offs yeah.
2: oh, wow. and i had to like oh it was uber pool
0: well it was a it's oh, that... a moving company but it was uber pool
2: oh okay,
0: that's so really? yeah. yeah. not yeah. okay, i know I, what you're saying I, i'm just using an analogy yeah. there, okay. but, yeah. uh, gotcha. But basically I had to like Tony Robbins motivationally coach them through the night to get our stuff. Yeah. Grab that. I grab a imagine. coffee and
2: you're you going to do it. You're somebody through something. I can't imagine yeah. that.
3: <laughs> so are you, are you more the, uh, the coach and motivator? Is that, is that why you say that? I don't know. You want to take that one? <laughs>
2: uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, he's definitely, you know, when shit gets crazy, the one thing I'll say about Seth, uh, amongst many things, is he's incredible at kind of assessing the situation in a very calm way and getting everyone you know because personalities in film tend to freak out i mean i've even had moments Mm. where you know your initial reaction when something goes wrong or there's an issue is to react in a way that you know oh my god how are we going to do this and he keeps everything calm and he says okay you know what let's get this done and he just i think it's how you talk to people and how you organize that without smacking me or anyone else in the face that's always secondary (laughs) I'm paying you a compliment in some way. Thank you so much. I don't know. If it's...
0: So <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> She'll take it back to North. I'm <laughs> saying you're
2: not a psycho. Thank you so much. I mean, Appreciate
0: you can that. be. <laughs> okay. <thank> you. um, <laughs> if you're not. Fed, we all have yeah. our days, right? Yeah, we yeah, all have our oh, bad, bad days. Sure. Yeah. Just sure. say say Matt, really Matt slapped there. me a wow, couple right times for die. sure. He needed if
1: ever, it though. Do
2: we ever have to do like a like a, a film where we're psychotic? All all anyone has to do, whether it's someone else directing us or us, is just not be fed for an entire day. No, maybe just like eight hours. Yeah, we and both that's it. have We're we done. both have blood sugar We're issues. So. Yeah, so we always have to make sure yeah. in situations oh. at least one of us is well fed. Yeah, it's, somebody's you know?
0: got to be fed, yeah. otherwise it's yeah.
2: Someone haggerness is
1: real.
0: Well, yeah. it was, like yeah. Lord of the Flies, like you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh God, down to music, to Lord of the Flies, Like in a second,
3: whoever looks the most like piggy has it in for him. You know, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> exactly.
3: <laughs> Support for American slacker comes from Manscaped, who's the number one in men's below the belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels.
1: I don't know about you, Jesse, but I am sick and tired of being outmatched by these razors and traditional trimmers that you get in the store, and no matter what, they they fucking snag your nuts.
3: That's why Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. They have a lawnmower 2.0 razor, which they have sent our way, has a proprietary skin-safe technology, so you won't get those nicks or snags
1: on your nuts. Nice! Manscaping accidents are finally a thing of the past.
3: Yeah, and with our 20% off code, plus free shipping, you're going to be saving a bunch of money and getting some great products that won't end up uh, making it look like a war zone down
1: there. All you got to do is enter Slackers at checkout. Manscaped.com. 20% off. Get your anti-chafing ball deodorant, your sweet Lawn Mower 2.0. Your nuts will thank you later.
3: You can even rep them by getting yourself a Manscaped.com t-shirt. So head on over to Manscaped.com, 20% off at checkout,
1: enter code SLACKERS. Get your ball swag here. Hey everyone, my name is Drew and I host a podcast called Dudes with Brews on a Porch where we let the drinks flow and the conversations go. Each and every week, me and a friend of mine, we sit down, we try a different craft brew, usually from the state of Wisconsin, and we just sit down and have a conversation. We talk about all aspects of life. Once a month, we talk about paranormal stuff and we always have a good time. You can find our show, Dudes with Brews on a Porch, on iTunes, Google Play, and anywhere else you find your podcast. Grab a cold one and hang out with us each and every week right here on The Porch.
3: It sounds like you guys have been working together for a while. A while. Like, where did you first start or where'd you meet?
2: <laughs> we actually had an argument about this last night, which we're not going to get into. But do you want to give <laughs> that uh, yeah, so we, a we, positive
0: statement <laughs> on that? We, we, we met at a, at a party, uh-huh. which most people meet. Mm-hmm. Um, we met at a, uh, a, a Halloween haunted house party So in New York mm-hmm. City, which is cool. I Where
2: I used to work. Yeah. Not at the time, but
3: okay
0: so yeah we met there um it was a what was everyone dressed as i have to ask
2: um, well, so well, it wasn't actually on Halloween. So everyone there, like the actors, were dressed all disturbing, but we were just normal. Well, it
0: was a it was a press event, okay. right, so yeah. everyone was normal. Yeah. But once you got into the haunted house, it was right. it was disturbing. And we
2: were we were also <laughs> we were with other people that we were working with on projects at the time. So I had a series. I was with my you know associates, and you um, we were with an associate of yours. Yeah. So we were we were really okay. both there to network. Yeah. Um, The haunted house was, like, the secondary. Like, I didn't care to to see the haunted house because I worked there, like, 10 years prior. We were
0: going to have a meeting in the middle of the haunted house, like, on the tour. We were all (laughs) going to, like, have a meeting. we were. But then we we walked in, and this dude was on top of this girl, like, stabbing her, and I was like, wow, this is... But nobody was in here, yeah. so now what are you? Who are you guys performing for? I was very disturbed. Well,
3: and I
2: remember but I was like, "Just you
0: know get through this thing." Wait, I remember because wow. we, we
2: were very deep in conversation for having just met. We were talking yeah. about like psychic shit and yeah. like the business. But then the second we went in there, it was like, "Oh fuck!" And I should have known too. I was like, "You can't have a conversation with somebody you've just met amongst <laughs> this." And say so because then we were in a room with mirrors, and it was just it yeah, was it was crazy.
0: like no, like a normal party where you're like, "Oh, so what do you do? Like, where are you from?" And then all of a sudden yeah. you're like, ah, with those guys like, running across the room. Yeah. Was like, oh my God. clowns.
2: It yeah. was just, just imagine
3: clowns. you go to hand someone your business card and it's like yeah. a hall of mirrors and yeah. you smack well, your hand. the worst
2: the worst of it was the guy that had a knife and I think it was a real I was pretty sure it was a real knife and he was sticking it down people's throats. Yeah. Like open up oh. your open up your mouth and he was, you know and you walked in and you were like fuck no. Like,
0: I was I was it? like I was like dude <laughs> we're just not doing this. This is just I not going to yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. happen. I do remember that. I do remember that. I was like, this is just not going to I do remember
2: that. And I knew people. And the thing is, I knew people there because there were a couple of actors that I had worked with yeah. 10 years prior and the one guy is all bloodied and he just, he goes, I remember you and he's hugging me <laughs> and you were like, fuck, why is he touching you? But it was fine. Yeah, yeah. I him, but yeah. But anyways,
0: yeah, so we glad. met there and then yeah. um, year, kind of over the course mm-hmm. of a year, uh, we had kind of kept in contact and then Um, I don't know. I was, I was trying to cultivate a a new team of people to work with. She was kind of trying to cultivate a new team. Um, and we just said, you know what, let's, let me brainstorm this idea. It was kind of something that happened to me that was uh, based on some truth in New York. When I did real estate, we came up with this idea. It was a short film we were like, let's see if we can pull this off. You know, if we can pull this off, we kind of we didn't say it verbally, but we kind of had in the back of our head that we'll be able to work together. For well, because we time. were
2: we were both kind of in situations where we were finishing up projects. So you were finishing up, you know, night sweats, and I was finishing up a series. And you get to that point where you kind of in your mind know what you want to do next, but at the same time you're not sure. And so I think with us it was kind of this unexpected thing of you know we're kind of in the same place. Why don't we just see, because we both have very specific styles of filmmaking that actually are very, very similar in terms of like content, style, even our backgrounds as filmmakers a little bit when we watch each other's old work, like even stuff from when we were kids, very similar. So we thought, Mm. let's try it. Might not work. If not, we have another piece to show. Great. So it kind of went from there. Yeah.
3: That's awesome. Seems to have worked
0: out well. Yeah, yeah, it
2: did. It did. We didn't get divorced, so it was good. It was
0: good. We were never married, but anyways, <laughs> so at least we're, <laughs> we're alive enough to be on this radio right, show. I right, think that's what it is. Right. If we
2: were married, that would have been re- that would have been the movie would have not gotten done. Yeah, that would have been like one shot. That's it. We're done.
3: <laughs> now, uh, now this new series that you're working on sounds super interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. Where did the concept for for the what is it X Files and Sex in the City clash? Yeah.
0: So it's, uh, it's based around our real life journey. So about a year, two years ago, um, Amanda was a, a sex educator. She was, um, you know, working for a company. I was uh, on Wall Street working as a lender and um, we both, you know, it was kind of part of our individual journey and then we started talking about it and it combined, you know, we were like, let's do a combination show where this is based around our real life journey of this part in our lives and then how this plays out. And really it's, um, you know, it is about a wannabe sex educator and a wannabe wall street lender because neither of us really took the road that everybody else did. You know, um, I wasn't from a, uh, you know, Ivy league background. She wasn't from, you know, a, um, a history of like a medical, you know, like I didn't yeah. have a medical
2: degree. So
0: we were both kind of winging. It. I did,
2: but yeah.
0: But you know, we were winging <laughs> it in these different areas for different reasons. And, uh, you know, I got wrapped up into it because I needed a lender for my medical equipment, you know, it was a whole thing. But it's, uh, it took us on this journey. So after the the year, we were talking about the different experiences. And we're like, wow, this would be a good, killer show. And, you know, we both always kind of acted in our own stuff. I mean, typically, we produce and direct. But when it comes to our own stuff, we just act in it. So we said, you know, I'll play myself and you play yourself and we'll just do this." So yeah, it came together really quick. Um, and from that, The thing that made it really um, interesting, aside from it being a a dynamic duo, but also underdog story and also, you know, female, male underdog story um, duo, uh, I kind of say it's like uh, whiskey cavalier gets the tension. Um, So, but uh, the thing that was unique about it was the product line that we created from it, which was um, a five tier product line around wellness equipment, um, uh, uh, clothing and apparel. I'm wearing one of the shirts here. T-Bitch.
3: Ooh, and see, um, T-Bitch. T-Bitch. <laughs> okay.
0: um, and so, uh, and then we have uh, Hemp, Sex Toys, and CBD line So, all these treaties oh, really? oh, wow. tie back to the show and kind of what it's like is if George Lucas had released his product line on Star Wars before he released the content of Star Wars. So that's what we've done. Mm. We've introduced two products into the marketplace prior to the content ever showing up and all mm. five of those products will be implemented into the marketplace. And once the content's there, it's, you know, so on and so forth. And, and just something for people to get tied back and be like, wow, this is where this came from. And now I'm excited. Mm. So.
1: That's really interesting. It's like interactive props in a way. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, Yeah. you know, everything involved in the show is something people can experience in their own life, Yeah, which is very unique. Yeah. And I'm all about this new the new world. Like everything's being incorporated, you know, through like I know, uh, you know, Netflix has shows that you can choose the way it it shows out, you know, like that. uh, off. Mm-hmm. what is it uh the mind bender
3: or, or, or uh, yeah I, I, yeah the whatever I the, the name was. of it yeah, yeah. No, but, uh, you know, it so to it's, it's like just taking it to a real life this, yeah. Is, this
1: is yeah this is just yeah. that breaking the wall between yeah. well you know, i, just I, just, I right.
3: always feel like merchandise is always such a big thing
2: of like a show especially for fan communities i mean for me growing up the show buffy the vampire slayer was my world still is like i find myself like, <laughs> lessons in that still Dude, mirroring me today i'm like holy shit, i watched that shit I'm, when i was a kid why is this just <laughs> like Buffy, like minus the vampires? But for me, uh, when I was a kid, yeah. I remember I had, and I think I, it's in my parents' place at some, somewhere, I had like the model Buffy steak, the Mr. Pointy steak. And for me, <laughs> watching that show, I had that merchandise and I was like, wow, I'm part of the show. Like that's like, I'm mm. part of that whole world. So for our show, I think putting stuff out like that, especially like the sex toys that my character invents, it's that same thing. It brings the fans into the world so they can be on that journey.
3: That's mm. that's so cool.
2: But I wasn't I wasn't sticking the the, the thing in my. <laughs> I, <laughs> I,
3: think
1: got I wasn't doing. it. We weren't that. We weren't I weren't assuming. Mean, anything. Thank you I'm for clarifying. That's really good see. to clarify, though. Yeah. I, could, yeah. Um, I mean, everyone <laughs> at home,
3: make sure you don't. <laughs> I didn't. I had sex toys. So <laughs> then- can you li- can you list the products again?
0: <laughs> so yeah, so we've got um we've got a, a sex toy line. We've got a CBD line. So that's going to be um uh you know creams and and massage oils and that type of thing um even um steam that type of thing steam pods um and then we've got uh hemp hemp line and then we've got uh, apparel so nice. um, yeah so all those the, different things yes
1: hemp clothing too
3: which, which if you're watching the video version of this episode you will see one of these very lovely t-shirts
0: yeah <laughs> so and we just went international we actually have a, a place in italy right now that's carrying yeah. these yeah. so He's oh, um, cool. yeah nice. so, And for us, it's really, you know, about obviously the products being uh, things that help people and they're excited about, but also, you know, industries that are doing really well. Um, You know, I always like to kind of lead with the the business foot and and appeal to investors, but also let investors know that they, you know, these are the ways that, um, that we will be, you know, earning revenues or turning revenues, you know, in the future. And this is kind of what that looks like. So it's not just you know, for a TV show or for any one product, it, this is a whole pipeline,
3: you know. Yeah. Mm. That's that's a smart way to go about it because I'm assuming they're always looking for, you know, that way to get the investment back when yeah. they're putting it into, you know, your dream or your creative endeavor.
0: Well, that's the whole thing. You know, it's like if you want to invest in something, you want to know how I'm getting my money back. That's your first question, you know. So it's... yeah.
3: It's We're coming talk- to the table with a solution instead of a problem. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Cause, yeah. Cause we know that the uh, content's going to cost, you know, blah, 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 blah. But you know, how do we get our money back? Right. So
2: Right. Because I mean, everyone, everyone has a show or a movie or a concept mm-hmm. or a script, mm-hmm. you know, and you get, I mean, we, we look and we see in Hollywood sometimes, you know, you sometimes you have big stars attached to things and it just doesn't hit and that's all they have. And they lose money. And the, you know, so this is a business, this is a brand, this mm-hmm. is, you know, so even, even if the show didn't work, you know, we were
1: big celebrities, uh, yeah.
2: you have a product line that people still are attached to, that they still want, things that they need, items that are unique within these big industries.
1: Mm. Which is pretty much
0: unheard of. I yeah. mean, I've never heard of anything like that before in...
1: Before Star Wars, like you had mentioned.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, yeah, yeah. you know, I think we look at everything on a very psychological standpoint, and we, we like to start there. Um, whether it's the content or whether it's the, the products, you know, and kind of go with that, you know. So um, I, I, we like to do things that I compare to, you have a, two forests. You have one that's been mowed down and somebody gives you a machete and says just clear the rest of it and see what happens at the end or give us the forest that's completely filled and let us just chop our own way through. So we like to come up with very unique strategies and approaches to things um, that are just different, you know. And I, I, the way I can tell that they're different is when I tell them to people, like people I work with, they laugh at me. Mm-hmm. So it's that's how you know you've got a good idea when they laugh. I was laugh gonna say you, I get that a lot. Yeah. So you're saying yeah. I'm on the right track. then. You're on the right track. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: Keep going.
2: It's
0: it's that's how you know. It's yeah. it's a knee jerk reaction in the mind when they yeah. they don't know what to, to say because they've never heard of it, so they laugh in your face, and that's how you know.
1: Mm. Yeah.
0: Some good advice right there. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> you know, if there's one thing we enjoy here at American Soccer, it's going to live events. Wouldn't you say, Jess? Yeah, uh, from you going to
3: festivals. I like to go and see comedy. There's tons of stuff to choose from.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Who doesn't like a nice night out? And, uh, you know, who doesn't like to save a couple bucks on a night out? I mean, it's expensive to go out these days. Wouldn't it be nice if you could save a couple bucks, Jess? I'm a cheap bastard, and you know it. Me too. Me too, man. What if I told you you could save a small percentage on your tickets by just entering a code? What code would that be? Man, all you got to do, go to seatgiant.com, enter the code SLACKER at checkout, and you're going to save quite a few bucks, actually. Not not a small discount. It's, it's a good amount. It's a decent amount. So you're telling me I could go to uh, my
3: pickle-hating fest for a small fraction of, uh, of the cost of what it would normally
1: be? Dude, I'm telling you, you're probably going to get a drink on us if you enter the code SLACKER at checkout at seatgiant.com. Drink not guaranteed.
2: A Non-Mom Happy Hour is the podcast that celebrates real-ass human women, whether they use their baby box or not. Hosted by Kelly Nerdzilla Mendenhall and Debbie Jo Nelson, A Non-Mom Happy Hour is a safe space to talk about mental health, trauma, disordered eating, surviving, and self-care. We talk about it all while laughing as much as possible, because if you don't laugh, you'll cry. Each week is a new episode, and every other week we interview badass women from around the U.S. and the world. If you like to laugh, feel like you've never quite fit into most lady groups or podcasts because you're not a mom, or are a mom who needs a break from momming for an hour, you should come hang out with us. A non-mom happy hour, bringing healing through laughter and community. Streaming basically everywhere you could possibly want to find us. Remember, always be a real-ass human. To check out the podcast,
3: visit anonmomhappyhour.com. So where was the, uh, where the decision to get into CBD um, come from? We're, we're a, I don't know if you see my cannabis leaf. Yeah. yeah. Not, yeah. I mean, we're we're, that, but, we're yeah. a cannabis friendly podcast. We always <laughs> yeah. like to update about news yeah. and stuff yeah. going on and we see CBDs I mean, Matt, we've reported on like a bunch of CBD stories more recently. Mm -hmm. Well, it it comes
2: into play in two ways. I mean, one is definitely in a lot of the, you know, being a sex educator, my big thing in that world um, was sex toys. And Mm -hmm. CBD is a product that's being used in so many products now. And so I was definitely a big fan of using it in that way with a lot of the products. And then obviously you, came into it. from This yeah. perspective. So
0: yeah. yeah from a business that. standpoint, um, I've been working with and consulting with companies, publicly traded companies for a while that are CBD or cannabis companies. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was even, uh, part of the white paper for, a, um, uh, ICO coin, you know, so I was oh, part cool. of that, the Bitcoin and also, um, you know, the, anything that's alternative right now, I'm jumping on it, you know, and yeah, it's, yeah. Stuff, it's stuff that I believe in that's alternative, but it just kind of happens to be, I've always thought, you know, cannabis, hemp, all that stuff. Great. It's nice to see that people are, you know, waking up to it now. So I've been, I've been there, but now that it's legalized or, you know, there's Mm. a movement now I'm jumping on it. So, um, I've been consulting for these companies, like I said, publicly traded companies that were, um, developing these lines. You know, uh, I have one company in particular, right on brands that I absolutely love. They have a product line of um, 52 products. Uh, 17 are sparkling and still beverages. The rest are creams, oils, deodorant. But so I've been using their products, and something I noticed that was really amazing—we both noticed it—is they have a roller uh, deodorant. And you know, I have all these snowboarding injuries, so I, I have like an endless supply of injuries that I can roll stuff on. And there you go. I, It's, it's <laughs> your awesome. own guinea pig perfect, for that. It's <laughs> <That's> great. <laughs> it's awesome. Your your own focus yeah. group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So right? I yeah. I rolled it on my knee and I was noticed with you know it started feeling good. I was like wow this is really cool you know so just mm-hmm. just the fact that these you know medicinal medicines are out there and these it prop these products that are really helping people but they're also happen to be you know trendy and they're also on the upswing in terms of wall street and all of that, you know, it's just kind of, it, it's great. It's, it's an, it's a great time to be alive. It's a great, uh, you know, thing to be a part of.
3: Yeah. Mm. And hopefully there's more, you know, research into, you know, especially the cannabis end of, of that kind of stuff as yeah. things open up federally mm. and all that kind of yeah. business. Yeah. Um, I have to ask where, where did you mainly snowboard? I used to be in the, uh, up in the North, it, like Matt and I are both from New York. Okay. So I was at a lot of the mountains. Yeah. You know, like so of New I started, I started,
0: yeah, so in New York, I started at Hunter Mountain. That's where I learned okay, yeah. that word was Hunter. And then I moved out to Colorado when I was eighteen, and I lived. I was based out of Breckenridge, but I I went everywhere. Oh,
3: cool! Damn.
0: Um, you know, all the way to British Columbia and so on and so forth. And and wow. uh, and and I still do it. I, I just now I'm spoiled, so I just do heli trips. You know, once or twice a year, and and oh, cool. Get my freak on and then come back to New York <laughs> and get back in the grind. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. Yeah.
2: It's like your it's it is it is your ultimate like mental health retreat you know where someone else would go on a, mm-hmm. go somewhere to just meditate that's your meditation well, they're like, your,
0: like yeah it's my therapy yeah, you know yeah, it's, yeah. And it's funny mm-hmm. too because you get into a helicopter and you get dropped off in the middle of nowhere with a guide and basically you know, there's all this avalanche danger and all these rocks outcroppings different things that yeah. can kill you but some for some reason i get relaxed and i <laughs> and i just feel the planet like it's it, I, that sport is the ultimate connection to the planet there's nothing else that lets allows you to feel the planet. You feel, you can really tap Mm. into the tree. Like you feel and hear everything as you're snowboarding. And it's, and I feel like, you know, a lot of times we just see the action behind it, but there's a whole connection connectivity to the tap to the planet. That's not even talked about, you know? So Mm. that's kind of what brings me back. And the view from the helicopter too. I like that.
1: Oh man. (laughs) I was going to say, good luck. luck Yeah. (laughs) Replicating that adrenaline rush altogether (laughs) (laughs) in normal day, everyday life. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
3: And Amanda, you t- you tossed in something earlier in the episode. I wanted to
1: get back to you. Mm-hmm. Said you were on Broad City.
2: Uh yeah yeah yeah. I did a couple of little guest spots in season three. Um, That's awesome. And, That's yeah. hilarious.
1: We we both seen you then. We love that you, show.
2: You might have seen me. Yeah yeah yeah. Um, what I, was that like? I it was it was good. It was fun. It was nice to kind of work on a show. Where because we shot um, a couple of episodes that I shot were in an airport. So we shot at JFK. So just that process, especially as a producer, because at that time I hadn't really done, I'd been on a lot of sets. I'd, you know, been in the acting industry since I was a kid. So, but at that point I was looking at it more from a business perspective. So to kind of see, you know, how they were going about permits, how they were getting, you know, because they were, yeah. I didn't realize how big the show was and how like they were big stars because everybody was like noticing them and we had to go through some makeup, hair, everybody, we had to go through security, like our own special, um, everything had to get scanned and it was like, it was a big, it was a big deal. Um, And just seeing how they went about, because we, and the funny thing is, so we shot, you know, again, in the airport. So we were in a, we were at a gate and I was um, playing a flight attendant. The first scene that we did, I'm behind, uh, I guess, the computer. And it was a real working computer. Like they didn't have anything off. So there's all these buttons and these options. And I'm seeing flight plan. Like I'm seeing all this stuff and I'm thinking, you know, I'm <laughs> making it look like I know what I'm doing, you know, when they're getting ready and, you know, and yeah. I'm thinking, I could. Fuck shit up right now.
1: Delete somebody's
2: second flight.
3: Like no one's going to Hawaii. That's what
2: I'm saying. Like, I should reroute flights. Like I'm saying, like they went through all this tight security, but here's this fucking nobody that's just. I might not even have been the real actress. You know, I could have been anybody. Who just was like, right? oh, I'm meant to be Goodman. I'm here to be on the show. Just- and I'm there. Like it was. It's. It, I don't know what that says about. Like, from the producing perspective, or whoever they did, like, if that was me, I would have been very specific as the producer to be like, All right, what's going on here? Like, yeah, but yeah, I mean, someone
3: shut off this
1: computer. Well, also, (laughs) the airport, I mean, there's security. Teams oh, should man. have been like, "Yeah, let's kill that terminal so it's oh not my, no, <laughs> you know, it was accessing just, the mainframe with all of the fucking flights and like yeah, all that." That's crazy. I
2: was seeing shit. I was seeing shit, and I'm like, I don't think this is a video game. Like, it kind of looks like a video game, but this is real life. No, so I don't have like, I a good I demo, fuck sir. It
1: up, you know, yeah, <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah. Cancel the Johnson Johnson family vacation. Yeah, like yeah. That. <laughs>
2: Those fuckers, man, <laughs> get what they deserve. <laughs>
3: But in in terms of the uh, the shooting process, it super professional like oh. on point and everything. Oh
2: yeah, everybody was as we'd
3: assume. Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and shows
2: like that, I mean, that, what else? Especially say about about the two of them. They're um, they very much kind of I think like us in a way. You know, they know what they're doing. They know what they want. Mm. They're very, uh, they were very organized. You know, on how things were moving on set, um, how mm. they worked with everybody. They were so um, so kind and funny and great to work with. And just again, all the crew just they were just on it. You know, and that was cool. that was a nice experience to kind of you know, because like I've been on sets too where it's like you know indie and even big stuff where it's like. What the hell's going on? You know, and now as a producer too, if I walk on a Train set wreck, I'm yeah. so opposite from how like we run things, I'm like, Oh my god, Amanda, shut the fuck up, don't say anything. Like this is not like this is not how you'd run it, if it's not your set, you know. But that was mm-hmm. a that was a great experience for me. Yeah
3: it's funny how many times in the communications field there's miscommunication mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm.
2: like yeah like put the put the put the put the actress you know behind you know give her all this power at the airport and she can just take shit down because that makes sense but the thing is that was not that was not on the broad city crew that was on the airport to say yeah. um yeah so we're gonna you know shut your controls off because i'm like pressing buttons to it at one point like something blinked and i was like i should stop I, this i, shit. I
0: don't <laughs> I, I make sure that I'm never rolling with celebrities in yeah. situations that can get haywire because mm-hmm. I've noticed mm-hmm. people that are in, in very secure positions. Once celebrities come in, they get all starstruck and they stop paying attention. So mm-hmm. I don't get on any like I try to I don't do private planes. I don't do anything where somebody can get starstruck because I'm like, right, oh, yeah. you know, don't you know, so right. even, <laughs> even once like I'm, all thinking about. <laughs> yeah, oh, even if, even when somebody's like, aren't you so-and-so? I'm going to be like, no, that's no. not me.
2: No, I'm no, David Duchovny. That's
0: not me. I'm David, <laughs> David <laughs> <laughs> is is that your go to? Focus on, let me see the flight plan. Yeah. Hold on. Let me yeah. see. Who's more relevant?
2: Why Who's are you not? texting
0: your girlfriend? Shouldn't you be flying the plane? Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Right, man? <laughs>
0: Why are you sending selfies? <laughs> right, right.
2: Uh,
0: man. So
3: night sweats and what do I guess the working title for the uh three series? Three way. way. Three way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Think things to look forward to uh that you guys have coming out. I, I'm I, I can't wait to see see both of these honestly yeah
0: yeah um, no, it's gonna be awesome yeah we have uh we have um, a couple music videos that are coming out we um pulled cool. out we have one that's completed that's um with some of the uh ex-management team of you two so yeah. um we did a music video for them they have a new band and um and then we also have uh two music videos coming out that are uh parody music videos one is for um weezer's knock the hustle and the other one's for uh, head and the heart uh, misconnection so uh, nice. you'll, you'll like those yeah is, awesome.
3: is there a place where people can find all of uh, all of this stuff? Or, yeah. So
0: it's, yeah, it's going to be on YouTube. It'll be on our website, which is threewayproduct.com way um, And um, yeah. Is there any other places? Uh, uh,
2: Instagram. Instagram. Uh, it's three way product. And then uh, by T bitch, so we have two Instagram accounts. Uh, and yeah, the website, you know, uh, three way product.com is pretty much where you can find the links to everything. So the YouTube page, Instagram, all that stuff.
3: Awesome. Yeah.
1: Alright, definitely check it out people And uh, thanks again guys for coming on This real fun no, Love to have you, you. Have to yeah. get a chance to see this See Night yeah, Sweats yeah. See Sex Files in the City Yeah I like said Sex Files in the City Alright um, Alright <laughs> uh, Thank you everybody for tuning in We love each and every one of you And until next time That's it There you go We're smoking America We're we passing I'm, pass.
0: yeah. I'm mapping America I'm psyching America. 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 America We're talking America. America America
2: Visit the show's website, aspodcast.com, where you will find every episode, official merchandise, and links to their Patreon if you would like to support American slacker.
0: Give me a minute, give me a minute. Think about the second set of passage. Man, I gotta go and get it, grab it. Why you gotta go and act a savage? Smoking weed, I gotta feed the habit. Now I'm on some other shit. Things that I gotta go get. Medical all on my slip. Fallin' like Domino's bitch. Stuck in my ways, fucking high days, fucking sideways in the driveway. We're smoking America, America. We're passing I'm mapping America, America. I'm second America, America. We're talking America, America. We're blazing America. This is fucking America, We're second America. We're second America,
2: America.